0: Hey everybody, it's Chuck. It's Tuesday at, what time is it right now? Like 11.45? I'm here with Jason Katz. We just did the Tuesday's live show. We just finished it. Fun Bearable episode has to be up in about six hours. But before we get into it, I gotta let you know we're doing a big, fun, double feature at Smod Castle Cinemas in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey, on Friday, March 31st. First off, it's the first Fun Bearable live show in the Tri-State area. It's myself, Ray Harrington, Brad Rohr, and Brian O'Halloran from Clerks doing Bradley Drawn Clerks. With Brian O'Halloran playing Dante Hicks live on stage, Ray's gonna do stand-up, we're gonna do Bradley Drawn, it's gonna be awesome, we're gonna do a QA and a at the end, and right after, they're showing the Impractical Jokers movie with a Q&A from Quinn from Practical Jokers and Kevin Smith, and it's gonna be quite the evening. So go to funbearablepod.com to buy tickets, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. That's the fireplace. It's, it's not real. It's, it's real. I think it's... it's uh, oh, I, shit. <laughs> Chuck, you okay? <laughs>
1: Welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. My name is Ray Harrington, and with me, as always, <laughs> I'm Brad Rohr. I'm Chuck Staten, and I wish that
0: always Brad and I were with you, always. Oh. <laughs> I would love that. I'm
1: oh. okay with some... Yeah, <laughs> I would be like the Michael J. Fox in Frighteners, Ooh. with those two, those two idiot ghosts that are around <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. They do help. They're yeah. helpful. helpful I've never seen
0: Frighteners Is it good? Frighteners is fucking great, man Did you ever see the outtakes?
1: Uh, yes, I did
0: With the Doc stuff? Very fun yeah. He's, he, Very he keeps fun. Michael J. Fox as the star of Frighteners And he keeps accidentally calling his Whatever the other character is yeah. Doc He'd be like Doc, Doc Because oh, of Back to the Future yeah, He's mad yeah. in his
1: head I like the idea that He would just do that in general Through life now yeah. <laughs> Still does He Still calls does. his wife Doc, Ugh, and, doc. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah Not like that No, that's not what I meant I, you, you didn't mean that. You take that I out. Would and you never put that right that. back in your fucking mouth and swallow it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's for a Disney thing. You know what thing. I just realized? It's for a Disney thing. And we've I'm, had two F bombs I all love ahead. Michael J. Fox so much oh, that I, I heard that and I was like, you do not sexualize Michael J. Fox. Yeah. He is America's J. Fox. You're the one that sexualized Michael yeah, J. Candace. Fox. Him first. and Bob Seeger. You don't, you keep their ma- names out of your freaking mouth. You sexualized Michael J. Fox on this podcast before I did. When did I do that? Oh, I talked about if he did have. No, uh, not him. <coughs> marty (laughs) marty mcfly marty mcfly you could sexualize marty mcfly okay but not michael J. all right let's
0: let's get into the reason we're here yes (laughs) go ahead brad brad
1: please take us away from this this is a very special
2: and fun episode Uh, for all
3: you disney fans out (laughs) there (laughs) hey you mickey fuckers (laughs) (laughs) oh no isn't that what they're called this is
0: not for children we should put a little disclaimer Okay, hey,
3: if you're a kid, fuck off. This is for the adults. <laughs> if
0: this you're is for our
3: adult-only Disney fans. Disney After Dark.
0: If you're a little kid, <laughs> you say something super violent. Hannah's, hit the road. Yeah. Montana's, you can stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Montana's. So... We uh, once in a while, Brad and I will moderate at different comic cons. Yes, and uh, until they
1: figure out that you're there, and then you yeah. have to run away from the
0: police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these guys, how do they keep getting in? I'm getting pretty good at costumes. Yeah, <laughs> um,
3: and we've released it's a few. is you in a small girl Victorian outfit with a big lollipop. <laughs> no, Hello, it's,
0: it's us running, holding hands as the two girls from China. <laughs>
2: We're going to let uh, these girls from Shining uh, introduce this panel.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. We haven't introduced the panel yet. Yeah. Goes, Let's goes, do that, goes, and if, then
0: we'll goof around.
3: Uh, yeah. If we stop holding hands, we can run faster. I know it. <laughs> so
0: we have done a couple panels on Fun Bearable. We've, yes. t- we've filmed a few and put them out on our show. Yeah. Um, we did one with Jason Lee and Ethan Supley that I moderated, the My Name is Earl panel. Uh, Br- we just put out one recently that Brad moderated, the Pinky and the Brain panel. Yes.
1: And this week, we're releasing... Um, and I believe that one ended with Pinky and the Brain... Drowning uh, in the Titanic. Dying together, arm and arms and arms. Arms and arms? Arm in arm? Brothers in arms. Wrapped. Arms wrapped around each other. Mm. Arms akimbo. Not, sure. not Not That's this. Yeah. yeah. No, yep. no akimbo's no, nice. all yep. flippy but that's floppy. But
0: this. What
1: Kimbo is this? This is an audio medium.
0: <laughs> we're all dancing the Macarena.
1: We're having too much fun today. Go to the panel. Throw to the panel. Throw yeah, the so panel. I moderated
0: a Disney voices
1: panel. Yes. Um, we're talking Tigger. No. We're talking uh Optimus Prime. Yes. That's not Disney. Not Disney. We're talking also not uh we're talking uh uh Woody 30. and uh, oh, no. Buzz, yeah, no,
2: no, they weren't there. We're talking, those are Disney characters, though.
1: Okay, we're talking, Buzz is Lionel, uh,
2: no, Ooh. not a Disney character. We're talking,
1: might have, He Man, you
2: No, know, again, you're all right, you're, yeah, you're know we're talking guy. the, the Micro
1: Machines commercial guy. That guy, yeah, he, he, yeah, 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 yeah he, 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 he was is, there. That's yeah, Walt definitely Disney. Well, that's Chuck. We're talking, <laughs>
4: we lied
0: so much <laughs> in front of time. To the panel. I said it was Walt Disney, he said it was me. I moderated a panel. For my buddies, Bill Farmer, who is the voice of Goofy. Yes. Jason Marsden, who is the voice of Max in a Goofy movie, but also in a, a million, million other like yeah. Disney yep. roles. Um, Brett Iwen, who does the voice of Mickey Mouse. Current voice of Mickey Mouse, yeah. And my favorite, you know him, you love him, it's the number one guy, Bruce Rutherford.
2: Nope. Shit. Number one guy, Bruce Reitherman.
0: The number one guy... Bruce, Bruce Reitherman, Reitherman. yep, yeah. Who did the voice of? Mo- he did Mowgli in Jungle Book and Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, original mm-hmm.
2: voices for those characters.
0: Yeah, so I got to sit down with those guys and ask them a bunch of questions at Rhode Island Comic Con 2022. Happened a few months ago. We had a ton of fun. They were super funny. And after I met them backstage, I could tell. I'm like, oh, like Jason Marsden and Bill Farmer, who are Goofy and Max. They're like, was totally play into it, and they're super fucking funny together. So. Enjoy my Disney Voices panel from Rhode Island Comic-Con 2022. Rhode Island Comic-Con, how are you
2: doing? First panel of the day, and this this room is not gonna have a better crowd all day, all weekend. Give yourselves a round of applause. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm going to bring out your moderator for this first panel. He is the co-host of the Fun Bearable podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Staten.
0: You guys having a good time at Rhode Island Comic Con? It's early. I love seeing a nice packed panel early. Give yourselves a round of applause for coming out. All right, we have a great, great panel today. I'm going to bring these guys out. Uh, first off, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of Mowgli from The Jungle Book, Christopher Robin from Winnie the Pooh, it's Bruce Reitherman.
5: That is the warmest welcome I've had. in my very, very like <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of Mickey Mouse, Brett Iwin.
6: Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I can do it the best. All right, everybody. That's it. See you guys
0: later. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, the voice of Goofy and Max from a Goofy movie Bill Farmer and Jason Marsden. <laughs>
7: Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> Dad! It's a great crowd, oh. yeah. It's, fun. <laughs> it's a crowd, Max. Right? Wow! This guy's great. like Powerline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not here. I don't think. <laughs> oh, I guess not.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone Dress as Powerline. Yeah.
0: Jason, this is a homecoming for you.
4: That's right, I'm from here, Warwick, Rhode Island. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. You know the Villa, the Villa Del Rio behind the Warwick Mall? I lived there for a little bit. Yeah. Behind the mall? Behind the mall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's, that's awesome.
0: Is it crazy coming back? And, uh, this I love coming fair? back.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, uh, the, the first thing I did is I made my aunt and uncle drive from West Warwick and bring me some hot wieners from New York System. Yeah,
7: yeah. that's right.
4: And I, and I introduced them <laughs> they to... They
7: were great. They Bill went, Farmer
4: had yes. his first hot weenie yeah, yesterday. Well,
7: yeah. I guess that's one way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't your first. I different. <laughs> yeah, it it's a kid show.
0: For everybody else, how's your experience been at Rhode Island Comic Con?
5: <laughs> awesome. I'll bring
0: this over for you.
5: It's been super fun. Yeah. Uh, you did, it, it's incredible the uh, affection that you get as somebody who waits for people to come up to you and tell you how meaningful the performance is at some point in my case a really, really long time ago. it's been really. That's great. awesome. That's awesome. I'm just going to make sure that's connected. That's great. So
0: what we're going to do is I'm going to do some, uh, I'll ask some questions. You guys can line up at this microphone if you like, if you want to ask some questions, and we'll throw to the audience in a couple minutes. So uh, my first question was, you guys all took very different paths to
7: voice acting. Um, was is there anything specific
0: that drew you
7: towards it? I couldn't do anything else, I guess. (laughs) No, every voice actor I've ever talked to, everybody's journey is different. There's no set way to do this. And uh, uh, mine, I grew up in a little town in south-central Kansas and was just one of those kids that would do voices. I love TV, and I'd... uh, you know, always drive through, uh, you know, place like Burger King and stuff with my friends, and they'd say, do a voice, do a voice, man, and I'd do, I'd like a Whopper with cheese, and Arnold the pig would like a Coke, you know, and they'd look, and I got laughs, and never thinking it would turn into a career, but, uh, uh, then I was standing radio for about three or four years, and uh, then five years doing stand-up comedy before wow. moving out to L.A. in 1986, and... I've uh, been out there about five months, and they said, do you do any of the Disney characters? And Goofy was my favorite as a kid, and so I practiced his voice over a weekend, laid it down. They gave me a cassette of some of the old cartoons, and, "All oh, the world owes me a live wound, and I had to do that on the tape. Oh, yeah, and about it. a month later, they, uh, out of about, a, as I understand, about, a, about 1,100 people tried out. Wow. And uh, But they liked mine, and you don't know if you're going to do it once or twice or a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they kept calling and calling, and now 35 years later, they're still calling. So I guess <laughs> I got the job.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah,
6: so like Bill said... You really don't find any uh, two voice actors whose journey is uh, the same. And for me, I never, I wasn't interested in voiceover professionally. I didn't think it was something that I could even do, Um, but I always loved Mickey and I always loved Disney, specifically the legacy of Walt Disney and and all the the classic stuff that he created, so um, I set my sights on Disney animation, actually. I went to school for illustration, I wanted to do traditional animation, um, kind of broadened my career path at a certain point in college, always had that desire to work for Disney. So one day I got an email from a friend of mine who works at Pixar and she um, sent along the audition info. Uh, They were holding auditions for an understudy uh, for the then voice of Mickey, Wayne Allwine, who was the third voice of Mickey and had been doing it for 32 years at that point. Um, and so, really, I just thought I was like, "This is a really cool thing to come across my my lap, my desk, and um, I'd be stupid not to try it." And so, I just did it for fun. I thought, "What do I have to lose?" And then that little audition turned into another audition, which then turned into a gig, um, and then eventually I was asked to to, to take over, take uh, you know, fill the shoes of Wayne, who had unfortunately passed away during that process. So. Yeah, I I never had aspirations of being a voice actor, I just knew I loved Mickey, and I did an impression for friends when we go to the parks, and I, hi everybody, it's me, Mickey Mouse, oh boy. And they'd, they'd giggle, and so I thought it was decent. Um, and yeah, I, I've been doing it since 2009 now, so I love it, I, and I've, I have so much respect for, for my fellow voice actors who have done a multitude of characters and performances beyond what I've ever done, but you know what? I'm happy doing Mickey. <laughs> and he keeps me very busy. There's lots of stuff to work on with Mickey. is probably the best part about the characters that I get a view of the company that ranges from toys to theme parks to video games, TV shows, to, to holiday specials like Mickey Saves Christmas, debuting November 27th <laughs> on ABC. On ABC. Yeah. Tune in. Yeah, so... <laughs>
5: <laughs> Bruce? Yeah, so my path to, to voice acting is, is very much unlike those of all of you, I'm sure, even though each of your stories is unique. Um, they all base their work on Talent and kind of a desire. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm no. the product of nepotism. Let's just get this straight out in front. <laughs> my dad was the director of both the Winnie the Pooh uh, and the Honey Tree episode that I was the voice of Christopher Robin, in, and then he directed the Jungle Book as well. And had been at the studio forever. He's one of the nine old men. His legacy is really quite amazing. And when I have a chance to talk about him, mm-hmm. I do that with more enthusiasm than I do about my own self. So I'm um, really uh, my 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 like casting genius was to be kind of a ordinary little kid. I didn't act very well. I could barely carry a tune, um, which is very unlike, again, most of my esteemed colleagues. And, um, and yet that was exactly perfect for a movie like The Jungle Book, especially, where you've got all these big personalities and all this singing and dancing and all this stuff. And all you need in the middle is for the kid to feel like a little kid. And I was one. So Killer. That's be awesome. Who you, there's got to be some theme of, like, be who you are. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs>
0: That should be the name of your autobiography.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's better than
5: I got the job through nepotism.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'd read both. <laughs> Jason. Uh, well, as a kid, I was a table dancer at the Foxy Lady in Smithfield,
8: yeah. <laughs> and uh, and a scout from yeah. Disney
4: came in. No, no, I was. Um, we want that.
8: Piece. Yes.
4: Come over to my table, son. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I started, you know, uh, I'm an only child, grew up watching a lot of cartoons, and I played with action figures, and the action figures had to sound like like the, the characters in the show, so that was sort of like my unwitting training. And then, uh, and then uh, my stepfather, who founded State Ballet of Rhode Island, Miles Marsden, he got a gig teaching ballet in Fullerton, California, so we moved there. Uh, uh, someone suggested to my parents that I, oh, your son's cute. You should get him into acting, and uh, they took me to workshop. Workshop sent me to an agent. Agent signed me, and then it was just it just sort of happened. They sent me out for television commercials, feature films, voiceover, and voiceovers is one of the things that I, I I guess I had an aptitude for, and and stuck, and and now I'm here on on this table. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love
8: it.
6: Yeah. It's amazing. From one table to another. Yeah. Yeah. Yes <laughs> That's your autobiography.
8: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: If you guys want to start lining up for questions, feel free. I know that it's always weird for you to be the first person that stands up, but Atta boy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lose clues. So I have another question. Um, each of you is part of these uh, these giant like cultural touchstones, from Jungle Book to Goofy movie to all the Mickey and Goofy stuff over the years. How does it feel to be like? an effective role in people's childhoods globally growing up because these, these projects and these properties are so important to them. It's going to be, it's going to feel pretty strange to be like a cornerstone of, of people when they talk to you about this stuff.
4: Feels good, man. I mean, like, yeah. I, 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 I started as a fan and I'm working with people who I, I admired so much and uh, so I get what that feeling is like and, and you know, you, you work, you're just happy to work as an actor. I had no idea that you never know what you work on is going to, how it's going to resonate, whether it's going to be a hit or not. Right. Um, so uh, it, it, it feels great. I, never, I was joking with them or walking like, down the hallway with security. I'm like, I feel like we're in a band. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It
7: did feel like that. Yeah, it's uh, you don't know. Uh, all we have is like a microphone, a music stand, and a script, generally, when we record. So that's right. it. We aren't watching a TV show or a movie or anything. We just have to do it in our mind you don't get a sense of people receiving this or liking it or laughing at it until uh, like on a Goofy movie or earlier um, uh, Prince and the Pauper was the first time I saw Goofy on screen With an audience, and that was so Uh. cool because you actually got to hear them respond, and react. And coming to Comic Cons is so much fun because people come up and say, you know, I couldn't talk to my dad, and a goofy movie came out, and it was our movie, and we play the song and everything, and it's just heartwarming. Um, And I don't take it very uh, lightly at all. I, I realize how important it is, and I talk to kids in hospitals from time to time, and it's real to them, and is it's. You know, yeah, it's not just doing funny voices. These characters are important to people, and I, I take it very seriously, or at least try to. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah are Sometimes.
6: you ever serious, Bill? No, I'm not. no. No. Um, no, that's a perfect way of putting it, and I told someone earlier today I almost feel a little selfish because I am such a big fan that I share in the excitement about these projects that all of you do you know when you come here like I love that it was so cool I'm like I know I, I felt the same way um yeah no not, not that I'm cool but Mickey's cool <laughs> let me make that clear <laughs> that the things Mickey does wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am cool gosh darn it my mom was right um <laughs> No, I, I, okay, yeah, I should clarify. I think Mickey's cool because, you know, uh, Mickey's the the famous one. I'm not. Nobody knows who Brett is when I go walk through Target. But, you know, people know who Mickey is when you see him in Target. So that's cool to be a part of, to to know that he's so effective and and people have, like, a real connection with him. Um, So it, it just, it's an honor. And I get all the time people are like, you're on in our house every single morning. And I always say, I don't know if I should say, I'm sorry or thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're welcome for the free babysitting, but... Cursing? Or yeah, no. it is, sometimes they are. So, no, it's, it's all fun, though. It's yeah, amazing. it's great. You know, fans, they love what you've done
5: as a performer. And they love the fact that you know, you're know you a part of something that's bigger that has to do with a movie that really had an impact on them. So what's not to like about that? As somebody is sitting there having people walk up to you and tell you that you know there was a really important thing in their life. And sometimes we get stories. I mean, there's a little bit of TMI going on sometimes where it's like, holy cow, you had that and that, and then so-and-so passed away. And the thing that brought you through was, you know, time you spent with your yeah. grandma mm-hmm, watching a mm-hmm. cartoon and, and sitting in her lap or whatever. Those experiences are real. And I know everybody doesn't have, them. I'm not suggesting everybody there's that much about, you know, be talking to Eeyore and telling him to Eeyore, try swishing it. <laughs> but, but I am just saying that for, for me at least, uh, that idea that y'all care so much is just, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience to be there and just, yeah, I'm quite happy. You know, you're the people that are giving me good stuff. I'm giving you a few scratches on a piece of paper.
0: That's amazing. That's awesome. What a great answer. All right, let's go to the questions. What's up, buddy? What's your name?
6: Uh, my name is Josh Hodges. I'm, from, I'm originally from the um, Springfield, Massachusetts area, but I moved to the Boston area a couple, a couple months ago. Uh, this is for no one in particular, and Bruce, you kind of touched base on this originally, um, how they, when, they when, the kids, when the child actors are brought into the booth, they, it doesn't matter whether they're trained singers or not. That's, it, it actually adds to the authenticity, but what do you guys think of this period in the 90s where all the cartoon movies, where unless the voice was a nightmare to nail, the, the characters had what I call designated singers. Jason, you should know this. You've suffered that problem twice as Max and Kofu, And you're a hell of a singer, so you shouldn't have had to have that. Oh, stop. No, don't stop. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying Bill's Bill's voice would be a nightmare for somebody to impersonate. Yeah,
7: no one sings that bad. so they let
6: <laughs> The short of it is,
4: and you guys are welcome to touch on this, but it's not show talent, it's show business. And it had nothing to do with... I mean, like, Matthew Broderick is a fantastically talented singer. Uh, someone else did his singing for Simba. I mean, it's, it's yeah. happened more often than you think in movies for, for decades. It's just one of those things, you know, and, uh, and uh, in, a, in, a, in a business that's 99% rejection, uh, it's just something you have to, to deal with, you know? All
6: right, moving on. All right. <laughs>
4: Killer. Thank you. How you doing?
6: Hi, I'm Patrick. Um, What's up, Patrick? It's just absolutely... Wonderful to be in the same room as all of you. Thank you guys so much for making it an amazing part of my childhood. Got it. Um, it's incredible. Um, my question for all of you guys is: What is everybody's favorite voiceover moment that you had working on something?
4: Uh, top of my head is uh, working with. Uh, every, anytime I get to work with Frank Welker is yeah. Uh, yeah. Frank is amazing. Oh. Anyone know who Frank Welker <laughs> yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, like Gremlins, Indiana Jones, uh, Ghostbusters. Scooby-Doo yeah. and you're just like and he's so sweet and like plays golf I think he works like three days a week now if, it's if that a, yeah. if that shows up does super nice <laughs> and, uh, and and I love watching him do the creature voices in fact um, not to give myself a plug if you go to my uh, YouTube I just published a, a behind the scenes thing I did on the Garfield show that really highlights Frank Welker um, oh, wow. so check that out and that's yeah. that's a fun those are fun moments there
7: yeah he um, my first series uh Goof troop. I yeah. got to sit next to Frank. He yes. was one of the and he would be, like do crickets and stuff and drive the engineers nuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i hearing some damn cricket noise. Uh, what's going on? And he'd be other doing that stuff. And
4: on the drive home, are you always trying to like imitate what he's done? Oh <laughs> yeah, you
7: try and uh, I give it up halfway home. It's uh yeah, he he's amazing. But as far as uh, gosh, moments, that's that's hard to know. Um Uh, Obviously, the very first time you do a a voiceover, it's terrifying, but it's uh, memorable. I I did a thing, my first job was on January 23rd of 87 as Goofy, and that was a thing called Disney's Doggone Valentine. And I go in and I uh, met the voice of Donald Duck, Tony Anselmo, who is an animator, and was drawing Donald just beautifully sitting there. And I thought to myself, we don't have to draw these guys, They <laughs> made a horrible mistake. And, oh, I just have to talk like him. Okay, that was okay. But it was uh, terrifying. But the second time I did Goofy, I got to share a microphone with... with uh, uh, Um, Who am I thinking of? From Laugh-In, the announcer. Gary Gary Owens. Owens, Gary Owens. And we got to share a microphone. He was the first celebrity I got to work with, and he was so nice. And he had that great big announcer's voice, you know. And we did the opening to NBC with the Peacock, and he did the following program is brought to you in living color. And I'd say, in stereo, on NBC. And I went home and was telling everyone, oh, I got to talk with Gary Owens, and he he didn't cuss at me or anything, he liked me a whole lot. So that was a a memorable time, but there's so many through the years that you, uh, someone you worked with or just a script, a goofy movie, the layers of emotion that we got to add to yes. Goofy's character, which I'd never had to do before, and that was really fun to do. Kind of the more heartwarming, heartwarming and uh, tender scenes yes. in that, and it was kind of fun to explore that part of Goofy. So, just the if it's really great writing, that's the neatest thing because oh. then you go, oh, this is good. This is going to be good, you know. And that that's that's what sticks with me, I guess.
6: Sometimes the good writing is hard to come by. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Bill, I did have to let you know that it is official. You do need to draw the characters oh, okay. Just so you know.
7: We're in trouble now. I just
6: I started that 13 years ago. Um, I think for me, my favorite voiceover moments have been, uh, I guess you can still consider it voiceover, but live moments. I've had the chance to do a lot with Mickey for the opening of things, like the opening of Alani or the rededication of... Disney's California Adventure, and then we also worked on a project where Mickey got to interact with guests live at the parks. And I won't give too much away, but I'll just say being a part of that was really special because similar to what Bill said earlier about getting to witness an audience's reaction to these performances, being there live and in real time, having people divulge their feelings to Mickey like he is just their friend. I always say Mickey is uh, the one mutual friend that we all share. It's like showing up to a party and you're no, no, nobody, but you meet somebody who's like, oh, I know Mickey, and you're like, oh, thank God, I can talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, it's really special in those live moments to see how people um, responded to Mickey. Um, but then also a little bit of a power trip um, that I had was during the uh, rededication of Disney's California Adventure, we were doing overnight rehearsals for multiple days. The parks are closed, we're working at two or three in the morning and we're rehearsing this whole thing um, with, I think it was like 200 cast members in costumes were coming out to the stage and, and Mickey would be there and it, you know, you're, it's rehearsals so you get a lot of cuts and you're standing around, well, Mickey's standing around and I'm somewhere else with a microphone standing around. Um, and I just got a little brave at one point and decided to start talking because who's going to stop Mickey? And so, you know, the director's called Cut and he's telling, he's like, okay, so I'm going to need these guys. And then all of a sudden, like, ah, Chris. Yeah. He's like, yes, Mickey?
3: I was just wondering, I really love that flamingo costume. Is there any chance that I might be able to
6: wear that on the on the day no. <laughs> And And he was just like you know what, Mickey, we'll see what we can do. And I was like, great, and I have a few other notes if we could just do, and you know, I didn't, I didn't push it, but um, it was fun in that moment to see that uh, Mickey was real and they weren't gonna stop him from talking. Right. Yeah. And it was cool to see because the cast members at that point just assumed it was all pre-recorded. So they all just were kind of like, <laughs> he is real.
5: Yeah, so I'm a little confused at the idea that you don't actually have to draw the thing. I, I, I always thought it was a little <laughs> weird when they made me perform in a loincloth when I was doing <laughs> it. <was> <laughs> yeah. Now it turns out maybe that wasn't actually necessary. I did. Mean, I <laughs> just like that. <laughs> but you know, just, just as a little bit of perspective, these guys, guys all did it as, as adults, and um, in my first yeah. um, performances as Christopher Robin, I was about seven, and there's a, there's a person there in the back of the line who's wearing a red shirt, Can I ask you how old you are? There you go. So, picture. She's (laughs) a year older than I might have been when I first started. Picture me at that size and shape and age in a room that is gigantic with the largest microphone you've ever seen. Nobody else in there. It's a a room that can accommodate a a symphony orchestra, right? there, Disney Studio, they used the best sound studio they had. Gigantic microphone and there's a few lights and the rest of the room is dark and there's some guys on the other side of a window you feel like you're in an aquarium somehow on the wrong side of the glass, not on the right side. And um, it, was, uh, it, was, it was two or three different things at once. It was kind of exciting. It was, um, it was kind of fun to be there with my dad and see how he could you know, be a person with agency in this world of, of making movies. Even at that young age, I kind of appreciated that. But you also had the sense that it was really hard work. And these guys are so gracious about telling funny stories but I'll bet you for every funny one you have, you've got a million that have to do with it's it's really hard work. To be to be entertaining is energy and it's in its heart and it's um it's it's not just a craft, it's like an art. And these guys are terrific at it. Killer.
4: Thank you all so much. Awesome, thank you very much. Do you mind if I ask real quick? Because I'm I'm just so happy to meet you. Did you did, did you work by your, did you record by yourself? Did you get to work with Phil Harris uh, the other actors? I was in the room with
5: Phil Harris a couple of times. They wouldn't record us simultaneously in the same booth, but they were in the same on the same day. We would both be there. I was there on the day that I wasn't actually there um, to record anything. But my dad brought me down to to watch Phil Harris recording the bare necessities when he was doing that big yeah, oh, stuff. Killer. I didn't actually do my yeah man. And, you know. <laughs> one other line in that entire song that's now become a classic. I'll take full credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Up. But it was almost always by myself. Okay. Wow. Killer. Cool. That's right. amazing.
1: Smoke them if you got them. It's time to do the ads. I don't know. Was that a thing? I don't it, know. It is. We're it, in
3: an ad break now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Smoke them if you got them.
0: <laughs> t- smoke those ads if you got them. So uh, you said it like you were saying, who's there?
1: smoke them if you got Uh, them can you give me a creaky door smoke them if you got (laughs) them
2: support for fun bearable is brought to you by Manscaped who's the best in man's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off. 20. 20. And free worldwide shipping. So if you're a fun bear in Germany, for example.
1: Are you in Fiji? Just use (sighs)
2: use the code FUNBEAR, one word, all caps, at manscaped.com. 7 million men, if my math is correct. And it often is about 14 million balls.
1: About. About. About is key there. Because there's some that are. It is. Maybe not. I would like to say though, with Manscaped uh, being the sponsor for this, um, the deal that came through was, uh, you know, we would have them as a sponsor for a period of time, yes, yeah, and uh, kind of a trial period, a f- bit of a first date, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, see how things go. And uh, if if uh, I, I think it's eight people use the uh, yes. fun bear code yes. and and get the product, then they will continue their sponsorship. Further with some monetary fundage, yeah. Uh, Because right now, uh, what we got was uh, all the things that we're talking about. We got the performance package, which is awesome. Yeah, they gave us so much cool shit. Nose,
2: ear, hair trimmer.
1: Yes. used it.
2: Uh, Beard trimmer. Used it. Uh, Personal below the belt groomer. I used Used it. it. Uh, Underpants.
1: We used the same one together.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, I
1: I I took my flashlight and I was kind of helping you, and I don't like that you closed one eye. (laughs) Guys, what about seriously? Because tw- your depth perception was gone. <laughs> <laughs> what about
0: ah, too ah. close, too close, too close? <laughs> what about you know what? It didn't even hurt because it's manscaped. Yeah, it's L- protected. Little little
2: spray ball toner. Yep. Oh. Different little spray ball deodorant. There you go. Yeah.
1: Very helpful. And you were upset when the ball deodorant came in because you've been working on your own ball deodorant yeah and like a take personal it
0: on... musk it was called the yeah. musk of Brad, yes. which i hated that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and you and were you... gonna take it on a uh, shark tank right
2: yeah i did and but it killed all the sharks
0: oh. and, and you said you were gonna make a remake of mask with rocky dennis but it's called musk and it's the story of how you invented your own ball deodorant i i, I yeah. said the musk <laughs> and it was oh, the I jim see.
2: carrey <laughs> film oh Except it was my <laughs> own deodorant. But Somebody you- stop me. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, com- compared, to, compared to manscapes I didn't stand okay. a chance.
1: Somebody help me. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this. Thank you very much, Manscaped, yes. for giving us these, uh, uh, these beautiful, beautiful toys for our beautiful, beautiful boys. Yes. yes. And uh, they are really wonderful. And I do sincerely like Using their products. Yes. Me too. Uh, the trimmer, I don't know if it's illegal to use the downstairs trimmer on your upstairs. It's,
2: it's, I, what it, happens if I do international that? International waters. Just go out there. You're Is quick. it okay? You know what
0: yeah. I've been doing? Every day, switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Switch, switch. Yeah, yeah. switch, switch, yeah, switch but at the same switch.
1: time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the idea of you going... <laughs> no, got to
2: stop Brad, switching see
0: me, see
1: me saw that musk <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah bro. i need that
2: musk it's i just use the nose and ear hair trimmer everywhere <laughs> you're <not laughs> Limited. you're not limited uh no they're what a they're what smooth urethra on bread high quality products genuinely they, they yeah. feel like space age there's there's lights they charge well like yeah. I, they travel well and they
1: uh, i really do appreciate that it's like usb c yep uh which Why not for everything? Why does my old beard trimmer have to have that like lumpy wall outlet (laughs) that comes out to like that specific (laughs) little circular thing? It's like, if I lose that. (laughs) I've got thirty other like weird hump wall outlets with the circular thing, yeah. but none, none of, of them, them match. Fit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Why does it smell like burning plastic? Oh, because the voltage was too high. Yeah, I know it sounds like I'm making up like dumb positives. No, this but is I true. was genuinely delighted Me when
0: too. I saw that. Yeah, I, I agree too. U- USB C, and I'll say this: I didn't tell you guys this manscaped sent me a personal email to my email account oh that sounds like a lie they said your introductory ad with fun bearable was amazing and in it you gave us a new catchphrase you know i came up with a catchphrase in that Mm -hmm. one and they said is there any way you could kind of come up with more catchphrases for manscaped and throw them out there in your ads that we can use
2: i'm i'm looking at their notes and they're like please don't lie so be transparent to your audience
0: so I was thinking, you know how they're trying to get you to order this bundle? Yeah. It's a bundle.
1: For your grundle? For your grundle. Mm. That's pretty good. It's it's okay, but if I could think of the end of it that fast, you can't pause. Oh, yeah, you're right. You can't do, it's a bundle. Ready? I'll and, do it again. Yeah.
0: It's a bundle for your grundle.
1: Perfect. <laughs> nice. Great. Let's get back to the, the content di- do, after I, you do well, the, I'm going
2: to do a call to action.
1: Well, call it. Call that action.
2: Get 20% off and free shipping worldwide with the code FUNBEAR, all caps, one word, at one Manscaped. manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FUNBEAR.
1: Thank you. Thanks. From the bottom of my balls. Thank you. Oh, come
0: on. What? That's that, I fitting. Guess that makes it's sense. fitting. It makes
1: sense. From the bottom bottom of my balls. I thank you, Manscaped. What's up, right. Punisher?
5: Hi, thanks. And don't worry, I'm not going to punish any of you. <laughs> you. Man,
6: every, every, every time I do these, everyone says, don't punish me. Don't, I'm, not gonna, I'm not here to punish anybody. I'm here to have fun.
5: Very intimidating. Okay,
6: thank you. Anyway, so, I would like to know, I challenge all four of you, can you do an impression of a character that the person next to you plays and so on and so forth? <laughs> I don't think I want to attend the moment. I mean,
5: it's not easy. That's not bad. Not, well, that's, no, it's not, it's it's not, not, <laughs> but it's it's not good. good. You know. <laughs> to Bill's point about, you know, having been one of hundreds, for the 1,100 apparently who auditioned for these things, it's not easy to get it perfect. But
6: that's about the best <laughs> I can do. It's uh, pretty, pretty good. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That was a killer bark.
4: Hey, Dad, Roxanne wants to take me to a concert. (laughs) 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 You gotta stop that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll do Brute. Gosh, Prince Louis, I don't know how to make fire.
5: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you
4: so much. I'll see you all yeah, again we'll... real soon. <laughs> oh, pretty That's good. That was a fun there one. There you
2: go. That was fun. Hi. Hi. How, How are you doing? doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Very having good. having a blast. Okay. What's your name? Um, Joe Turner.
0: Nice I, to meet you, Joe.
2: I was born in Pawtucket, but I've lived in North Providence since 2001. Right. Nice. Oh, cool. okay. And and my question, uh, it's particularly for, for Bill, is... Is Hop-Hop the easiest voice you've done? Is it what? planter the easiest voice you've done? Because it sounds so close to your natural voice. Uh,
7: it was, it just, you know, uh, the audition, you get a picture quite often uh, of the character and some lines on an audition. And it was just one of hundreds I'd done. But um, yeah, I just figured that this guy uh, first, I thought he'd be like a Southern gentleman because he has got a little ascot and a little uh, vest and everything. So I, I kind of took him in more of a, a deep southern kind of way, and uh, they actually liked that. But when we got in there, Matt Brawley and others, uh, we kind of uh, modified him. So he kind of had an East Texas kind of thing. So uh, it's probably a, it's an easy one to get into, and once you got the accent down, then it just kind of comes natural. You know, and so you just kind of, uh, you develop it over a period of time, add little things and make it your own because the closer it is to you, personality-wise, the easier it is to act and you just kind of put a little bit of yourself in these characters as you do them.
8: Oh, I'll keep that in mind. Thank, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for, thanks
7: for. It was for my pleasure, thank you. Yeah, yeah, great question.
4: Y'all <laughs> seen Amphibia? Amphibia fans in here? Yeah, it's a fun show.
6: Hi. How Hi. you doing? Um, so I was wondering, what is it like to be, like, one of the biggest voices of Disney?
4: I'll take this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man it. <laughs>
8: yeah.
4: Okay. Uh, no, no, please, we got a Disney, Disney <laughs> legends right here. You guys take it. I'm just, la- I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I'm ecstatic <laughs> to be here.
7: What? What uh, a a lot of people don't understand, when you get a job like this, uh, they don't say, you know, you're gonna be the voice of Goofy from now on. It's for that job only. And there's a contract for that job and that one only. They can fire you next week and get someone else if they want. And so, and they still do that. It's still a one on, we're day players. We're like the plumber. We come in, we do a job, we go home. Um, so it's still—you uh, don't know. You're as good as your last performance. So you try and keep it up to that standard. But uh, I mean, after you know the Disney Legend thing, I figured, eh, I got the job <laughs> after 20 some years. <laughs> you know. you're, and, you're here to stay. Uh, but no, he—he he was my favorite character growing up, and so to do him is a big thrill. And the. Um, the accolade that you get from that, uh, I'll tell you the most important thing that ever happened to me, if meeting someone, because you, sometimes you meet celebrities that you are in awe of, and I got introduced once to Muhammad Ali, and uh, I got to tell him what I did and all of that, and uh, the first thing he said is, do you talk to the kids in the hospitals, and I do that from time to time, and uh, he said, man, then you're my hero, and shook my hand, and I never forgot that, that That was what was important to him. That is what's important about these characters. And so I'm just honored to be a part of it. And the little bit that I do, and I have so much fun doing it anyway, it's just really, it's incredibly hard to get this job in a very competitive workplace in Hollywood. But once it is, the the work is, is fun. It's great. I mean, you know, I start thinking back to some of the menial jobs I did in high school and stuff, and I think, this is a heck of a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I
6: think a lot of times people make the, mistakes of, uh, make, make the mistake of assuming that as a voice of these characters, you know, we get free Disneyland tickets, and we're <laughs> driven around in Lima, and we can do whatever we want at the Disney parks, and the the truth of the matter is, if that's what inspires you to be involved with these characters, then you're not in the right headspace Because it's not about that, it's about working behind the scenes to prolong a legacy that's very important and very impactful. Um, And so, to Bill's point, getting to play even the smallest part of that is so surreal and so rewarding in itself and so amazing that, you know, yeah, we've, I mean, Bill just shared some experiences. I've had incredible experiences, mostly meeting, you know, people that I, you know, idolized and was inspired by. That's kind of been my coolest um, takeaway from the gig. Um, But it really doesn't have that much to do with celebrity. I think it it has to do with, um, I'm I'm really humbled to be part of preserving that legacy so that, you know, Mickey's 90 something years old now. I I want to be a part of ensuring that for the next 90 years, Mickey is just as equally loved and impactful um, as he has been, so.
7: Thank you.
0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Rose. I'm from Connecticut. Um, I just want to say it's such a pleasure meeting you all. Uh, we all have to be in, in so much awe just being in your presence. I was curious, who does that for you guys? Who, what was your favorite
6: celebrity experience? That's a good oh, question. Yeah. Um, so many. I'm going to have everybody. (laughs) Uh, Getting to call Bill uh, a friend is pretty cool because, I mean, I grew up on Goof Troop so uh, and and Mars as well, getting to call Mars a friend. But, you know, it's, uh, like I just kind of said, getting to meet Bruce, you know, like these are people that were part of projects that really impacted me. I was the kid who grew up you know, every day watching Jungle Book and Pinocchio and Robin Hood, Um, later on uh, Little Mermaid and Aladdin, you know, so just the other day, uh, the person who's helping me at my table said, are there any celebrities here you wanna meet? And I said, I'm not really into celebrity, I, I, but like, I enjoy meeting people who do the same kind of, work in the same business as I do, just on a friendly basis. And then right at that moment, um, uh, Scott and Linda walked by, and Linda's like, and came over and gave me a hug, and I was giddy. And I turned to her, and, <laughs> I turned to her and I said, I don't care about celebrity, but the fact that Aladdin and Jasmine are friends yeah. with me and know who I am, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. really cool.
0: Thank you all very much. Thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. Thank, you. thank you. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, so nice of all of you to come to Rhode Island Comic today.
6: <laughs> you uh, you can take over. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, how are you all, though? How are Good. you? Good. For real, we're great. Good. Oh, that's great. Um,
0: my name is Steve. Hello, Steve. Um, uh, I'm a big fan. Um, you guys are legends, and you're part of my childhood. So thank you for that. Glass, I'm glass. a big fan of Goofy. I love Goofy. He's my all-time favorite character. Goof Troop is great.
7: A Goofy movie, an extremely Goofy movie. I love. Um, nice. So I have
0: a question for all of you. What was it like working with Wayne Allwine and Russi oh, wow. Taylor?
4: Oh gosh, uh, we only got five minutes left. I wanna make sure we get, especially that little girl at the end. Um, uh, oh, man, uh, I'm sorry. Bill t- spent most of time with Wayne. You want, to take, you want to
7: take that one? Yeah, um, well, uh, when I started in 86, mm-hmm. uh, they were kind of solidifying the voices, one person for each of the main characters, because the advent of Disney Channel and stuff, you wanted mm-hmm. consistency. Before that, it was kind of like goofy du jour. Several guys did it and, mm-hmm. and everything. But uh, Wayne was uh, uh, Mickey and he and Russi Taylor, who got married in real life mm-hmm. doing The Voices. Mm-hmm. But they were not married when I started. Right. They were both mm-hmm. in bad marriages. They fell in love, got divorced from their bad marriages, and became Mickey and Minnie. They were so much like Mickey and Minnie. They really were. And Wayne had so much talent as a musician, as mm-hmm. an uh, Emmy Award-winning sound editor. Uh, and he just delighted in just making my son laugh. And I always tell this story. It's a little off color, but it's, uh, it happened. Um, one of the early episodes of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, we, in that, those days, recorded ensemble in the right. same room. Right, And we had an episode called Dr. Daisy. And uh, so Daisy's playing like she's a doctor, and mm-hmm. Goofy's hurt his knee. And uh, my line was, and I saw this in my script, and I said, oh, you got to be kidding. you got to be kidding. I had to say, gosh, Daisy, would you blow on my boo-boo? <laughs> and I, I started cracking up. And I couldn't say the line. And I just, I'd start laughing, and then everybody started laughing up. And Wayne over there would, would just egg it on. To and he'd go, he'd go, gosh, when uh, she, uh,
3: after that, would she blow on my boo-boo?
7: <laughs> and Rousy uh, would like, turn red and fall off the, the chair. And it was about 15, 20 minutes that before we got that line out. And then everything became dirty for the rest of the uh, <laughs> episode. That was Wayne. He had a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He was extremely witty and quick. And I always say doing Mickey was uh, really showing about 5% of his talent. He and seemed like a fun guy to be. He here, was he a great guy. A guy. And Rusey was just dear, and she was, uh, you know, I had uh, many, many uh, fun times with him, mm. and uh, they were great. Yes. And uh, Brett is doing uh, such a fantastic yes. job. I can't mm-hmm. hear in my headphones any difference right. between Wayne and, and Brett when I'm hearing a playback sometimes. And I'm not looking at Brett, but I'm hearing it, it could be it could be Wayne, so yes. you know they got the right guy for that. And yes. uh, this guy, kind of, as Wayne said, <laughs> yeah, he said um, he always said we're just carrying the torch for a while for these characters because someone else is going to do it, and so you got to kind of keep that in mind. Well, I hope I'm next after Brett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but he's healthy, so, so he'll be <laughs> around. Yeah. <for> a while. <laughs> If he offers you a drink, of water, security. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Make sure security.
7: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much, Taylor. Thank
4: you so much. <laughs> All right, speed round.
6: Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, just because you're, I know you guys work at Disney, and I just want to know, what do you think about the so The Owl House?
7: The Owl House.
6: Yeah, what are your
7: views on it? Do you like it? Yeah, I like it okay. Yeah. I have um, not seen it. I've heard nothing but great things about it. I've My seen a couple seen it. episodes, and uh, we did an online thing with the cast of The Owl House uh, and the cast of Amphibia, and so they're all great. And, <laughs> yeah, that was a fun crossover. And uh, so, yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. Um, I don't see all the cartoons I do, so I don't don't see as many as as I probably should. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show.
3: Thank you.
4: Thank
0: you. You can take the microphone out. You can take it right out.
4: I have this problem all the time. Yeah,
0: there you go. Final question, it's gonna
5: be a good one. What's your name?
1: How long did it take for you to do your voice?
5: How long does it
7: take to do the voice?
5: I have kind of an interesting story about that, which has to do with the fact that these movies take a really really long time to make. The the features, the television uh, episodes are slightly more economical in terms of time these days, but in the good old days, and even still, the big, big features take three and a half, four years to make. And so you might imagine that if you're a small kid, and you roll into the recording booth and you do you know, a quarter of your dialogue or something in the first day, they don't have to get back for another year and a half. And the second time they ask you back, it's like, you're two years older. And so your voice might have started off kind of like this. And by the third time you come back, you... <laughs> or, or even worse, it's just breaking every once in a while as you move through that period in your life. So yeah. oh. it took a long um, time. Yeah. But it, the actual moments, unless you have to do one line over and over and over. Yeah, I'm sure sure. you guys have all encountered. Um, Those can be kind of painful. I'm trying to think, um, but what do you need a balloon for? It was something like that in Winnie the Pooh that I spent an entire afternoon trying to get right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But usually it was quite short.
7: Yeah, um, especially movies are uh, quite a bit longer because they have a bigger budget and they want to make sure it's right. When we did a goofy movie, I remember it. We recorded off and on for a couple of years almost, uh, with uh, doing, going back and doing new scenes and everything. But when we do like uh, you know Mickey's Fun house right now, I we don't record together anymore. So I'm in my studio and. Kelly Ward the director or you know you you kind of outline what your lines are in the script and you just do those I'm not hearing uh, anyone else and I'll go okay line eight and I go gorge hi Mickey and I'll do it maybe three times. Hi, Mickey. Gosh, howdy, Mick. What's going on, Mick? Or I'll change it up a little bit. And they say, oh, I like to take three. OK, go to the next line. And you go through all your lines that way. And mm. so we can do a whole show in less than an hour quite often. Mm. Oh. So uh, it varies so much on what the project is and uh, how picky they are, too. <laughs> Killer. And were you asking,
6: did you want to know, like, how long did it take us to get the voice right? Yeah. Oh, OK. So sorry. Oh, there's Guys, a lot of let ways me to take, take this. It.
3: That's okay. <laughs> I don't know what
6: I'm. I talking s- about. I speak ten-year-old. Okay. Um, uh, for me, I started practicing Mickey's voice probably when I was around your age. I would listen to all the soundtracks, particularly uh, the show Fantasmic was one of my favorites. And so I would I would listen along with it, and I would I would do everything from the, the witch, you know, and the the magic mirror, and then Mickey. I would start going. Oh no. Uh, you might think you're so powerful, but
3: this is my dream.
6: And, um, and after my voice Stop started to, <laughs> to change, I know, so I can't help, I can't help this but this do it. You're so,
8: Mickey.
6: Um, so I practiced a long time. So from about 10 until I was 26 when I auditioned. So that was, what, 16 years of pretending to be a Mickey. Thank you.
0: On Thank, you. Thank yeah. you so much.
6: Thank you guys so
0: much for being here. Uh, that was a really fun panel. Thank you, everybody that asked questions.
7: Thank yeah, we appreciate it.
0: And uh, we're going to call it here. So, thank you guys very much for coming out. Give it up for Thanks Bruce Ryderman,
3: Brett Irwin,
0: Bill Farmer, and Jason Marsden. Thank you. All right, that was it. Bill Farmer. His ability to change character and change voices yes. absolutely blew me away. Like in the middle of it, he just kind of goes like, he'll just go into like a random character that he would do. Like on, as a guy. Yeah, when I do a side character, it's a little bit Southern. It'll be like this. And he'll just go into it. And he's, it's like, does he's, he do the...
1: Is it dementia? <laughs> no, he's killer.
0: No, he's he, he, he has control over. Oh, yeah, he okay. does have control okay. over. All right. All right. Um, they were super funny. But here's what I wanted to say. So last time that we did uh, a panel episode was when Brad moderated for Pinky and the Brain, and we talked about how Brad had a great time moderating for Billy Zane, the actor. Mm-hmm. And you said, and Brad said, "Well, we became friends." And you said, "Did he give you his phone number?" Yeah. After the panel, Jason Marsden gave me his phone number. Yeah. And he was like, "If you come down to Nashville, yeah, he's like, come, he's like, come hang out. He's like, we'll hang out." And he's a wicked nice guy. We'll hit a couple honky tonks. We'll have has, a fun time. He has texted me before.
1: Wow! He texted me. Did he send you
0: pics? No, he wanted to know where I got this bakery pizza that I got him. He's like, he's like, where'd you get this pizza? And I told him.
1: Yeah. And uh, he said it that way aggressively. Where'd you you get get that pizza? pizza. Where did you Where did you get that pizza? pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um. (laughs) Hey. Hey. (laughs) I'm like I'm sleeping. What's What's going going on? Where (laughs) did you get that pizza? (laughs) Um. But they were all super funny, super nice guys.
1: I'm gonna say to you what I said to Fred Savage. (laughs) You don't (laughs) know who you're. Fucking weird.
0: <laughs> now, I'm going to say a funny thing, and I want to see how, do it. how Ray feels about this and how Brad feels about this. Jason Marsden, who does The Voice of Max. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to get this out of the way. Goofy movie is one of the closest Disney movies to my heart mm-hmm. because it came out at an age where I had an extremely similar relationship with my dad, who... Your dad was a fucking idiot.
1: My dad is extremely making goofy. love idiot. Oh, okay. What, and,
0: okay. Uh, yes, your dad is goofy. And like,
1: think He's of mentally goof. <laughs> think,
0: <laughs> think of me as a thirteen-year-old boy and my no. dad. Uh, Isn't it identical as Max yeah. and
2: Goofy? Yeah. And it's the same thing where it's like... His dad wants to spend time with him. Yeah. And Chuck only cares about, you know, you know the lady. Yeah. The lady. Which, by the way, the that music.
0: was like a weird part
1: of that
2: movie. No, yeah.
0: Roxanne is the hottest ever. That's
1: what I mean. That's like it's so weird.
0: Yeah, the oh. fact that
2: Chuck is still into this animated teenage dog.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's
2: weird.
1: Also, also, like, I'll say this. Like, don't they both, uh, Goofy and Max, don't they both have gloves? Yes. Yes. And then, like, the girl doesn't have gloves. Yeah, I guess... So the, she's got They're, ger, they're germaphobes. Do, you know, do you know why they have gloves? No. There's a reason. No, I don't know.
0: So a long time ago, when they were first, like, drawing stuff, including... They couldn't draw hands. Including Bugs Bunny and Mickey and Goofy. It was an affront to God. A lot of these characters uh, were black.
1: The, oh this was a minstrel thing no so i'm not even kidding no, because it no, sounds like it could no be. think
0: it like when think about mickey think mouse it. if he had just black hands and he has it in front of his body when he's when you're drawing right, something right, in 1936 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the way that the the animation yeah. would be you wouldn't be able to see it right so they put white gloves on all their hands so they were way easier to see and that's and then, what
1: they should do with uh like people in power or celebrities put big white gloves on their hands yeah and I think that'll cut down on a lot of the sexual predatory right. stuff. <laughs> so, what if Weinstein had <laughs> big white
0: glove? No. Gosh. Um, Gosh. So, uh... But Goofy <laughs> Movie... Yeah. Where's that potted
3: plant? <laughs> Why did he check off in the plant? So, it was there! Yeah. So...
0: Love Goofy Movie, uh, really connected to that movie, and it's weird, because I can look at something like Lion King or Aladdin and really appreciate the storytelling, the animation, the voice acting, I love all that stuff, I really do, but Goofy Movie felt closer to a a real story, Do you know what I mean? Sure, no, there was was something else going on, there
1: There was an episode of Atlanta, the last season of Atlanta, that was an outside of uh, the whole thing episode, that was a mockumentary. yes. That imagined uh, that this young black artist took over Disney yeah. and helmed the Goofy movie. Yes, and it was about the first like black family being uh, represented and yes. like all these things. The episode is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It made me think about like all of that stuff. Yes, yes, it was yes. really 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 good. Yeah, you and, told me about it when you watched it. Yeah, and it highlighted like that emotional thing that's in the movie that I don't think you see in most Disney movies. It's true. Because the struggle, really, like Max has his struggle of wanting to be cool yes. and being embarrassed by his dad. 13-year-old Chuck. <clears throat> right. But Goofy is struggling to connect with his child. Well, yes, right. Exactly. And I'm assuming the mother was murdered. I think they didn't really talk Bye, about it. They, they just they, they don't they don't even mention it. I don't it. think so. I don't think because it was do. that cow, right?
0: Uh, Clarabelle the cow, like yeah. like traditionally is Goofy's love interest. They made a sequel called an extremely goofy movie, and I think they do acknowledge whatever happened to Goofy's wife previously because it's about him. She was murdered. I don't know what happened.
1: I think she was murdered. Yeah, I, I, heard. I,
0: I heard a podcast about it, it
1: unsolved. So. Yeah, 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 right. I heard Ryan Johnson's doing a mystery movie about that. <laughs> so uh, I'm in called Hooves Out. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Hooves. Yeah. Terrible. Ugh. So, Ugh. Uh,
0: but yeah, Goofy movie just felt a lot more grounded, and it felt yeah. like the stakes instead of like Simba like finding who he is or whatever it is. Yeah. The stakes felt so much more relatable to me as a kid. Sure. Where I just really was like, yeah, like I, I at the time, I think I did struggle with what's more important, me feeling right. independent and cool versus connecting with my dad. Yeah. Now, Then you, you
2: learn to see eye to eye with your dad. Yeah. Was
0: that MC Hammer? No, it was uh, Bobby. He's he's a real pop artist that's not like huge, but okay. he does the Powerline songs live now. Yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah. I've, I honestly... The Goofy Movie songs, I fucking love all of them. I love the Powerline songs, eye to eye. And I love, when me and Brad drive somewhere on the road, we always sing on the road.
2: On the open road, yeah. It's
0: true, right?
1: Yeah. What? All in
2: all, I'd rather have detention.
0: All in all, I'd rather.
1: Hey, let's say because of copyright stuff, we shouldn't do that right now. Well, I'm
0: just just saying we do that. And Uh, also, the secret is. And also, whenever I ride in the car with you, the secret is
2: I don't. I don't hit the notes. So it's not copyrighted (laughs) because I'm so bad at singing. Yeah, the
0: notes are different technically.
1: So what you're telling me is if we take a longer trip. Yeah, it's coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll happen? Yeah, oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Definitely. Sometimes you're we gonna, go through the whole soundtrack three or four times. You're gonna know the soundtrack inside and
1: <laughs> out. I have a thing when I go on long trips, sometimes I swerve into telephone poles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if I'm in the passenger seat. <laughs> we, we can do that after the, the song. Yeah, yeah. But, um, after the song. <laughs> yes. Right, right at the crescendo. <laughs>
0: so that movie always touched me yeah. and I really liked it a lot. Um, and But... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. More sorry. than that, yeah. Jason Marsden, yeah, was on like a million Disney projects as like uh Eric's best best friend on Boy Meets World. Yeah, he was Salem the cat in Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. He was one of the kids on Full House. Like he was one of those, you know, 80s... Michelle. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's
8: fucking great. great job, great amazing, yeah. amazing. actor, amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but there He's was.
1: Just pulls off a latex mask and starts smoking he's like so hot in there (laughs)
0: but like sorry sorry
1: sorry. you you
0: got it dude (laughs) disney and abc i think that they a lot of times use the same pool of actors and he just was in a ton of stuff yeah so growing up i'm like every time you see that guy pop up i was like i love that guy and by the way similar ethan supley Sure. Yeah. Like when he was in uh, Ethan Suppley, when he was on Boy Meets World. Yeah. Like he was he was awesome on Boy yeah. Meets World. And
1: it, it is a thing too in voice acting. Like he's, he's done so many voices for so many things because voice acting is uh, the mafia. Yes. Uh, <laughs> once like, you're in, you're made. Once you're in, you're in yeah. and you can work forever. Yeah. Yes. But uh, if you try to do it, and, and one of them is in, and they're in the mob, yeah. they'll rub you out. <laughs> they'll fucking rub you out. Yeah. Eraser style. Uh, yeah, but I will say this. I was I was just looking at like his uh, his, his oeuvre, yes. right? Uh, I was on IMDb, and I noticed, and I didn't even realize this, he does the voice of two different characters in a recent animated show uh, called Clarence that was on Cartoon Network, and my son watches or watched Clarence I think it's done now but there was like 3 seasons of it it's on HBO Max right now okay um it was one of those rare occasions where he started watching it and I was just like oh, okay all right fine watch your cartoon uh and within like the first episode I was like uh oh, and I'm watching yeah. the show and it got to a point where I was pumped for him to be watching Clarence. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, is there new Clarence? Because That's it's funny. Super funny. Yeah. yeah. It's a really genuinely funny show. Yeah. Uh the voice actors are all great in the show. Yeah. Um, I do recommend checking out Clarence. Isn't, wait, that, isn't that weird? No, it's Why, not weird. Go, go watch. If you like a funny cartoon thing, go watch Clarence. It's actually quite funny. Clarence is a very funny character. I think that there's a can lot- we
2: Can we try and do what we think Clarence's voice sounds like?
1: It's so hard because he talk he, he kind of talks oh, like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like one of these guys. Like, hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, like this a braces is, guy. It's me, Clarence. Every- oh, look at that! That's over there. I was that's gonna, actually pretty good. I was gonna make for, for I was Clarence. gonna make
2: Chuck try it with no heard context at all, and then oh. and then I was just gonna do my regular voice. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. But uh, uh, Marston does the voice of Sumo. Which is a guy that talks like this all the time, and he's a kid. He's a little kid yeah. who's just like yeah, he's talking like that. And I had no idea it was him. And I'm so sorry for doing these voices. And I'm really sorry uh, about all of it. So here's but a Cartoon th- Network. Hi, more episodes of Clarence. You know, Marsden can do the two other ones. I'll do Clarence. Yeah. I basically look like that. I'm best that friends with Jason
0: Marsden so I can be there
1: as well. Yeah, you, you've texted him so you're best friends. Well, that's what I say to everyone. That's what you say, yeah. But, uh, you all you want <laughs> is the relationship that Max had with Goofy, but you're Max and he's Goofy. You know
0: what's funny? So <laughs> I'll tell terrifying. you a, I'll tell you a secret. Oh that no. I thought we were going to be able to figure it out. I think it's probably something I can't figure out now, so I will not pursue this what? Jason Marsden yeah best friend long ago before this panel I had you looked had him snuck up, into his house yes and I realized that he was born in Providence Rhode Island really and he grew up in Warwick or Cranston and he grew up in the area
1: and or Somerville and, or <laughs>
0: no it was either Warwick or Cranston and I was like oh man and I for some reason I got it in my head that he lived here still he does not he lives in Nashville mm-hmm. Um. And I Nashville, was, Rhode Island, and I was mm-hmm. going to try to get him on the podcast without telling you, mm-hmm. and do our own goofy movie sequel where you show up, and I'm like, "This is our buddy Jason." And he's actually the voice of Max, but surprise you on the episode with him doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, that, that, that would it be, be incredible. F- yeah, yeah. Be yeah. Be Although so I don't
1: like it because I would inevitably get cast as the um, as the neighbor guy.
0: <laughs> no, you were going to be goofy. I wanted you to be the dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going right. to be Pete. It was almost going to oh, be. yeah, yeah, yeah. In my in my head, it was almost going to be Who's like a... cat. Yeah. I wanted to kind of do my own take on you're the dad and he's your son and that yeah, kind of yeah, same yeah. thing. I thought it'd be funny.
1: And then I just start crying in it, and I'm and I'm going <laughs>
0: and the cats in the cradle. <laughs> Silver spoon. Yeah. All right. Copyright.
2: Copyright.
3: Little boy Max Wait. and his daddy goof. <laughs> so we'll, we'll allow it. Now, parody. I don't know parody
0: laws. We're safe now. So um he's is here too. But Jason Marsden, literally, before any of this came up, before the panel... For sure is someone I would be like, I love that guy. Yeah. Just as like yeah. you're when you when you watch one of those shows in the nineties, late nineties, sure, early two thousands, sure. and he comes in as someone, you know he's gonna be funny. Yeah. You know he's gonna be super quick. He's always pretty like quippy, like almost like a like a pre Chandlery type of guy. Okay. A little but younger, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and you have to be that's why you need to uh, wear protection. <laughs> yes. Because you there is pre Chandler. Yeah, just have it on the Chandler's, whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. I love it. Right? <laughs> just clapping. <laughs> sex,
1: sex. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I I agree with you. There were like growing up, there were these actors yes. that if you had said, "Who is that?" I'd be like, "I know, it's Eric's best friend." Yeah, yeah, right. But, but you would see them in multiple things, and and to this day, I'm like, I can picture them. Uh, other actors uh, and I'm like that kid was in fifty things. Yeah, I loved him. Yeah, and I identified. Yeah, with them. Yeah, right. they were me. They were I me. was Them. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's and for- it is crazy because it's it, there's some kind of extra little uh, joie de vivre. Ooh, uh, with really hitting guys. the French this zut episode. Uh, zut joie de vivre. abicus, get down from there, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your abacus <laughs> call back from our last you panel. You know, I like to count on my abacus. One, two, three, four, five, six. But uh, and it's, then I it's ran what, out <laughs> six.
0: It's weird like too because, like, you know, and I, I, girls. I do want to say, like, just because I'm more connected to Jason Marsden and Bill Farmer. Uh, like, obviously, super impressive to have Brett Iwan on, and super impressive to have Bruce Uh Retherman on, and, and Bruce Valanche. Here's the yeah. thing about Bruce Reitherman that's really funny. And I just think it's fun to point out all the other people on the panel are like doing voices. Yeah. And he was just a kid when they made the Winnie the Pooh movie. And, and he was the Books. voice of Christopher Robin. He was the right? voice of yeah. Christopher Robin and Mowgli. And so it's now it's like a older man who's like, hey, I'm the voice of Mowgli.
1: And it's just yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but it, it's like Winnie the Pooh is just like, oh, come on, Christopher Robin, we're going to do this. And then you just hear, okay
0: yeah. <laughs> well here's what's funny is when we did the panel i was like oh this is and i'm just gonna put it out there i was like this is a little awkward that the other guys are real voice actors and he was just a kid, being cur- a kid. current um, voice actor yeah. Current. yeah real voice actor well, hold on. listen listen <sighs> listen so i was like they're doing voices they're doing affectations and he was yeah. more of just a kid but that was his like take on it too in the panel oh yeah so yeah he yeah. came yeah. at it Knowing like yeah yeah I don't I don't really belong with these guys I just kind of was myself yeah, yeah and
1: that's super funny it's a gr- and it's a great yeah and somebody's like when's the last time you saw Winnie the Pooh and he's like uh when they Twilight anesthetized me for my colonoscopy <laughs> well what's funny is like I you thought know- I saw Winnie the Pooh <laughs> I was back in the Shire or oh whatever God. it was <laughs>
0: so so it's funny when someone's like hey do your voices like Gorge and then Max yeah. and then and then you know uh Brett I went to Mickey Mouse sure. and the other guys like. Uh, hey, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. wait, who is this guy? But th- he's killer. He's great. He's, yeah, he's and he very and he, kind. Obviously, he did a killer uh, job uh, yeah. as an actor in those yep. movies. And the idea that he like kind of accepts that and thinks it's fun is such a great take on that role. Yeah. It's killer. It's really, really
1: funny. What do you got? When Goofy orgasms, do you think he says gosh or do you think he says I'm gonna ah, goof? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, Oh, <laughs> Right? Like that? Yeah. Or does he say, I'm going to goof? I'm like, oh, I'm going to goof, right? That's not bad. I'm going to goof in your face. That's not so that bad. Oh, Good this voice. Is, I can't get away from it. And Brad is so disgusted I, by I, all you of know, this. You know,
2: how many episodes do we have to talk about
1: semen? Can I
0: <laughs> All of them? <laughs> yeah. Brad, how how many do we meal? have? <laughs> <laughs>
8: Got it I
1: gotta, got him. I got both you. You got you Dude, knocked knock us down like bunnies. trees. Yeah. Like you knocked us down like trees. <laughs> it's like the wave. You guys did the wave because oh. that requires three episodes to listen to <laughs> to get that joke. I think you know people I mean?
0: if they're listening to us after they probably listen to the the Boats and Notes episode.
1: Boats and Notes, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but I will Boats say, that, can I ask a real question? Yes. If these all these episodes came out, people were having fun with Fun Bear, but all this stuff's happening. If you got contacted Mm -hmm. to become a voice actor, would you do
1: it? Yeah, I love it. Would you love? You would love to do it. Cards on the table. Um, I love doing voices. Yeah. I don't do it in stand-up unless it i mean it yeah, kind of creeps out when i'm doing like a light character yeah yeah yeah. yes or or a dark character it doesn't matter right. i don't even know i don't even see the mm-hmm, shades of the mm-hmm, character mm-hmm. but no like if, like if i'm doing a thing suddenly i i, I often have this like midwestern, midwestern. middle-aged woman voice yeah, that i'll sheila, I'll drift sheila the movie slut sure yeah um But I do love doing voices. It is a fun time. Yeah, I know. Like you are, um, you are, you know, really into doing like voice over work. Right. Right. Yes. And I, like that part, doesn't interest me. Yeah. Like just doing my voice, but doing voices and like being a character that does intrigue the shit out of me. I would love to get into that. Yeah, I I know. I love it too. Problem is because of the voice mafia.
2: Yes. That's, that's how they refer to themselves. The, v, the VM. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I shouldn't have said anything. I, I took an oath, uh, an oath, a voice omerta oath. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you you got to be careful. Yeah. Man. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get whacked. You're going to yeah. wake up with a goofy head in your bed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> or, Is he a horse? Is this a <laughs> yeah, dog? Is know. he a cow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and uh, I know I would have to get to a certain level yeah. to then get grandfathered into Yep. Yeah, I don't to know. To be voice made. mafia. To be voice made. It's called the Patton Oswald ladder. Yeah, yep. you have to climb the Patton Oswald ladder right. to get to that. Then you do your ratatouille. Yeah. Then you're untouched. Then you're good. Yeah. You're, then you're you're in. You're yeah. a made man. Yep. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, it's 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 an interesting thing. I mean, can
1: somebody do a deep fake where Patton Oswald is Joe Pesci's character in Godfather in, in uh, Goodfellas? That'd be fun. That would be amazing. I would yeah. love to see that. Right. Yeah. That He's still fun. breathing, Jimmy. He's still breathing, but it's Patton Oswald. Right.
0: Yeah. That's fun um but yeah no i i, I was but yes i would love to do voice. I, I would think yeah. so yeah and it seems fun and going back to your point about clarence yeah yeah when i was growing up i mean i fell in love with like we were talking about before tiny tunes and animaniacs yeah and animaniacs was just so well written and so mm-hmm. fun and it you know it was that thing that cliche thing of working for kids and adults um yeah. and i think at the time that stuff was really rare but as time has gone on and a lot of people from that generation have grown up, it's become more normal to make those shows much higher quality. Like the new DuckTales show that came out a couple years ago sure, yeah.
1: is great. There are multiple um, animated shows that are you know geared towards children mm-hmm. yeah. that Finn watches or yeah. has watched in the past right. Yeah. that are very like, uh, my wife, Colleen, and I are like, oh, yeah, let's get into this. Uh, there was a show called We Bear Bears on Cartoon yeah, Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Uh, Bobby Moynihan was the voice of one of the Bears. Yeah, Bobby Moynihan's and, on DuckTales too. Uh, and uh, uh, Dimitri Martin was one right. of the voices. Of That's the bears. amazing. And that show was genuinely entertaining yeah. and oh. funny. And I liked it. And Clarence, same thing. Clarence has m- more like off the wallness to it. Right. It's, it's like it's odder. Mm hmm. And uh, but yeah, there. And when you find those, they are gems. Yeah. And I lean into that with Finn. Totally. Uh, Craig of the Creek is one that's just really fantastically done. Uh, When you hear like the description of it, it's called Craig of the Creek because Craig is the main character. He's a he's a young boy. Yeah. And all of the kids go play in the woods at the creek. Yeah. And it's its own like ecosystem it's its own world yeah and there are these kids that play over here and they do this stuff yeah and then there's the girl that runs like the store and yeah. just does trades and all these other things and it's a really well-made show yeah it does it's not as like wacky goofy uh like odd funny yeah right it's right. just it's just genuinely good and when finn likes that stuff i'm like yes oh dude go go into that so finn has a clarence shirt that like is one of his favorite things. Nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so uh, if you can text Jason Marsden. Yes, I can. And just, and uh, you were so <laughs> happy to say that. I, I think you just it. goofed. Yes. <laughs> I think you just, ah, ha, um, um, But no, if you can text him and just have him send a bunch of Clarence merch. Yeah, of course. Our way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, anything Not for, for me. But for my eight year old son who right. genuinely loves it, because when I go home tonight, I'm going to say, Hey, Finn, yes, you know sumo, yeah. Chuck's friend with him. Met him once. No, no, no. He's friends. He's, no, he met him he's once. So he's so
0: close friends that he has his name in his phone. He, well, and he texted him first. I, I can say, tap Finn, any, he texts.
1: I, oh, look, I wrote Beyonce in my
0: phone. Oh, yeah, but now this I'm is real. Friends. That's not real now Beyonce. I'm I, and then, then Finn, Finn will be like,
2: You know what? It might be real Beyonce. You don't know. That. And then Finn yeah. will be like,
0: Is he really friends with him? Is it his real number? And he'll like, say, Yes. And, and Finn will be like, Who texted first? And he'll like, Jason Marsden texted first. So that's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. And then he would go, Yeah, but it's Chuck. Can you believe him? Yeah.
2: Yeah, don't don't
0: don't look it don't don't, say don't look, something like that. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. look don't he's look in my phone. Don't look at my sent text to that Chuck.
0: Would be hilarious. If for some reason as grown men, your eight year old son was like, oh yeah, it's Chuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That would be so fun.
1: Yep. Yeah. But I'll say, like, this. I go, I leave my house to go do these podcasts, <laughs> and he's just there going. <laughs> say hi to Brad for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels just fucking hates (laughs) me that would be so funny like if we still had landlines in my head he answers the phone one day the phone rings my son picks it up he goes uh hello and then just his face drops and wordlessly hands me the phone and I'm like what is this and I pick it up hello and it's Chuck and he's just like hey who was that Yeah, what's
0: going on well I was gonna tell you and this is really interesting and Brad will I think back me up we'll see Hmm. There's actually a new Mickey Mouse cartoon that is x-rayed, fucking hilarious. It's fucking. Oh, it's, it's fucking hilarious! It's fucking hilarious. I'd say it's hilarious. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and it's like a newer. They, they came up with and new, he goes there.
1: He really goes there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a new character model for. It's a new character model for all the classic characters. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. Mickey, Goofy, you know, Minnie, Donald Duck, all those people, and they started out doing people. these. <laughs> all <of> those people, <laughs> yes. all the characters, yeah. like Scrooge McDuck is in it. Yeah. Um. But basically, they started out by doing shorts, like seven minute shorts, and then they started doing these, like like a Halloween special, a Christmas special. What do you think? What's your rating? It's, uh, they're they're uh, super enjoyable.
2: If, you know, I, I
0: we watch them together as grown men in my house alone. Yeah. in a bed, and we're like yeah. <laughs> a water bed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, we like on yeah. holidays. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's just for the holiday special. Like also, that's what makes the holiday special. Also the Chuck water
0: got bumped out a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just a wet rubber sack. No, so it's Ooh. really it's really, really but it's like Yeah. It's one of those shows. It's super well written and it's super funny. And it's super old school classic, like physical cartoon yeah. comedy. But it's very,
1: yeah. very funny. Like I get nervous when you say super like old school comedy. I'm like <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Well, it's, you know what it reminds me of? It feels like there's an element of Ren and Stimpy to it. Yeah. But oh, there's, yeah, yeah. There's one of them, like what, the Christmas episode, is about how uh, Mickey. It shows his house and he's the king of Christmas and he fucking loves Christmas, kind of like me. Mm. And he's going crazy in his house and he's singing about how much he loves Christmas. And Minnie's excited and Goofy's excited and Daisy's like to Donald. She's like, "All right, come on, we gotta go. Like, we have to migrate every year." And Donald's like, oh man, well, what about Christmas? And like that's the idea. Yeah. And she's like, okay, you can stay. And they're singing this song. And there's one part in the song where he's wicked happy and they're outside throwing snowballs. And he smiles. And Mickey throws a snowball and it smashes him in the face. And his, his you know, his thumbs are still up and it falls down and his whole face is fucked up <laughs> with <his laughs> beak, like poking out of his head. Yeah, that's fun. And it's It's like a Ren and Stimpy joke. Yeah, yeah. And it's hilarious. But the 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 show is like incredibly well done. But I do think it comes from this generation who probably grew up with a lot of cartoons that were like made by people who were more like, yeah, these are for kids, whatever. And there was a lot of stuff that wasn't great and not a lot of fun for adults to watch. And they grew up and said, like, well, what if we really tried to put a lot of effort into these things and make them well written and fun and work on different levels? And so you've probably seen over the years yeah. more and more projects like that.
1: Well, we're at the point now where like the people making the the cartoon stuff yeah. grew up on cartoon stuff. Yeah, I mean, you e- know?
0: even, you know, think about the Chip and Dale reboot. Sure. I fucking loved it. It yeah. was hilarious. I st- and you're the one that made me love it.
1: Yeah, I would like to circle back to this idea did. of a Mickey Mouse who really goes there. <laughs> He i love this can, idea
0: we can make that now yeah i think steamboat willie is ours That's right yeah. public domain yes and i know brett eywin he's one of my best friends
1: oh god so i like this idea though of mickey walking out on stage yeah but like i have a picture smoking of me and brett a cigarette Iwin. and he has like a cocktail or something yep. and he's he's up there and it's just like Kinnison era stand up, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? No, he's not doing that. But no, he's, yeah, yeah. he's basically <laughs> he's Lenny Bruce, like yeah, that's it. Yeah. He's Lenny Mouse, yep. Mickey Bruce. He's Mickey Bruce. Right. Seven words you can't say in Disney World. That's George Carlin. I know who it is. All right, fine. But I really like this idea of yeah. a like an extremely fifties uh, era. Like, yeah, Lenny Bruce, yeah. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. That's yeah, that would be hilarious. Do it. Like, like pushing the edge and bringing up racial construct and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I like that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. that is fun. That's a, okay. I like jazz. I went to a black club. Lock me up, <laughs> right? And he's like smoking <laughs> yeah. a cigarette. That was Dice. That was dangerous Dice Clay. Oh, that, that was, was Lenny like, Bruce. Was oh, well, this, yeah. this was Lock Dice. Me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: so well, here's what I'm thinking. And I'm not I'm not joking about this. Mm. I think that we could get Jason Marsden on our podcast to do a fun voice thing. Right. And okay. he, his family is here. Yeah. Like when he came home, he's you like... took them. Yes. 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 That's yeah, right. They're, they're in
2: Chuck's basement. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, but uh, no, like he comes to Rhode Island once in a while. And also, I'm sure he goes to New York where I live. And so if we want to do something with him...
1: Right. I think we could. But would he go all the way to Staten Island? Well, no. I live in New York From City. From New York City? I
0: live in the city. It's one of the boroughs... A lot of people, it's funny, a lot of people that don't, that don't live in New York, they don't really get it. You know what I mean? So it's hard. I had to tell the a lot of people. The funny thing <laughs> is, it's the
1: opposite. No. Can I tell you a quick thing? A lot and of people can,
0: that live in New York don't get it. What you're we, yeah,
1: yeah. We can cut this from the podcast if you want. I will. Uh, Lee Leshen. Oh, uh, he doesn't know anything
0: about New York, that guy.
1: Yeah, he only has lived in fucking Manhattan his entire life. One of the boroughs, just like Staten Island, equal. Uh, <laughs> 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 he sent me a video the other day and it was very funny like before I left we can cut this if we want but he is a big fan of the show he really likes yes. Unbearable he's Thanks, my Lee. producing uh, yeah he, he's a huge fan of you yeah. huge fan of you, yeah, yeah, you huge did. fan of me it's great raise your standards Lee get over this guy no so many Worthless. compliments no shut
0: up so raise, raise your standards like R-A-Y apostrophe S your yeah Ray, is Ray Ray is your Ray standards, is your standards. <laughs> is get your rid standards. of this guy I don't compare to that
1: guy yeah. Yeah, right. oh no yeah. that's silly uh, uh, he's constantly complimenting you. Thank and, you, Lee. Um, but he uh, sent a video uh, text. Yeah, and it was from an episode that had just come out at that time. Like he's always excited when a new episode's out. Whenever like the the two or three times we've had to push a day, yeah, yeah. he'll text me like, "Where's the new episode?" Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. excited. He loves the show. Yeah, he texted a video clip of you from the like he's watching the YouTube yeah. uh, video, and it's you saying like, <laughs> "I'm doing all these things." and i still but i'm feeling like really down right like you said like i'm really busy and i'm doing all these things but i'm feeling really i'm still feeling like depressed yeah and in the video it's him and then in his lifelong new yorker voice yeah all you hear is off camera he goes move out of fucking staten island
0: With my monstrous apartment, <laughs> yeah, I will in my nice upscale suburb. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. I'll move out. Then, then move to I'm Cleveland <laughs> if you want more yeah. space. No, no, I'm 35 minutes out of Times Square, so I'm doing pretty good. It's but funny. uh
1: <laughs> I love it. I love how like no, I'm fine. Everything's fine, and I made the right choice. No, I think uh, I picked the correct
0: bro. If I if I had my perfect choice, mm. I would love to live right outside
1: the Marizano hmm. Bridge. That's weird. If I had my perfect choice, I would want. World peace. Um, I would and want... And feed to children.
2: I would want uh, racism to end. But yours is a new apartment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Right. Okay, that's <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> where I want to live costs so much money that it's basically like super rich people that work yeah. in the city, but yeah. have families and want to have like a neighborhood.
1: You know where I want to live? In, in a world heart. where people are safe and happy and fulfilled and...
2: I want to live in a world where uh, nobody is struggling for basic necessities.
0: But tell me mm. again about this upscale I suburb. want to live in a world yeah. where... I, What's not, this only, not only do I have two homes. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, that's part of why he lives in Staten Island, because there, he said this to me once. He's like, there's too many homeless the closer you get to the city. Yep.
2: <laughs> All,
0: right. <laughs> All right. I think we've hit yeah. our limits. Thank you for checking out our Disney voices. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Too many homeless people. That's a, That's the Mickey Mouse that goes there. Yeah, yeah. Dorsh. I'm the Mickey Mouse that really goes there. You know what? I've had enough bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And you know what? There's only two genders. There's <laughs> Minis and Mickeys, Okay. And if you you can't be a mini with a dicky Mickey, okay. <laughs> I, I can't stand <laughs> this, <laughs> Nikki. You got to stop going I, there. I'll oh. go there all goddamn day, Mickey, You're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I don't care. Cancel me, that motherfucker. I don't care. <laughs> okay, you're canceled. Make a movie with Ben Shapiro. Uh-huh. If you strike me down, I'll come back with seven heads. You, <laughs> what is that? If you cut me, do I not bleed? <laughs> no. What is it? If you strike me down, I'll come back twice as.
0: What is it? Uh, twice the Sorcerer's as strong. Apprentice. <laughs>
3: More powerful than you could ever imagine. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. I, can I? And guess what? Guess who owns that bow, motherfucker? I do. Can I? Can the I, mouse owns everything. Can I? Can I, give... I? control what you see and what you hear and what you feel. All right, well,
1: that's true. Can
3: I? will pay... ruin your dreams, asshole. I, you have. Can yeah.
7: I
0: pay
3: you a compliment? Absolutely.
0: Um, this, this, I, I imagine you don't do the Mickey voice that much, right? I, I just want to live in this for no, another I know. 45 I, I know. minutes. I know, I know.
3: I'm the Mickey Mouse that goes there.
0: <laughs> so you don't do the voice that much. No. But no, you put in not. the uh, the stuffed nose affect, which is part of the Mickey Mouse voice. Hey, there you go. Good job. Yeah, he's, he's got allergies. I will say. You know what's sad? He's allergic to like fur. Mm. I will say. I will say. South Park pretty much did this. Do you know that?
1: Mickey that goes there?
0: Yeah. And they have him as Mickey Mouse in the show. He's on South Park. I'm sorry, but does he go there? Oh yeah, that's his whole thing. Is he beats the shit out of the Jonas Brothers and all this stuff? I'm oh no, no
1: no he no he's not violent. He talks like he's yes, like yes this, oh this no he's Mickey, not a he's not a
0: stand up comic that does edgy material. Yeah no, no, that's what no, this he's Mickey is. He's yeah. not that.
1: This Mickey's new special is called like like trigger canceled Triggered. Yeah, yeah 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 you know
0: yeah trigger
3: trigger my canceling. What if
0: it was triggered slash happy?
3: Well, I was going to call it something that rhymed with "trick." Oh, please do.
0: All right, then, all right, Mickey.
2: We got to cut. We got to okay. cut. We got to cut.
3: Oh, they're just words, Brad. Get over it. Kyle, take oh, this out. Oh, my God. Sticks and stones, but you're still a. Oh, what's that? I can't say that word. No, you yet. can't. You can't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, just imagine it. Yes,
2: just a, um, just, just use a blur. Use your
3: imagination. Use your imagination. <laughs> we're we're, we're <laughs> Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad
2: you at least just drew your ears, Mickey. I <laughs> was expecting. Those were three C's. <laughs> oh,
3: those were three C's aimed right at you, pal. All right. Well, why don't you pull the stick out of your goddamn? <laughs> okay. uh, if I didn't have these <laughs> suspender buttons that were so difficult, I'd pull my pants down and show you my steamboat, willies. <laughs> <laughs> I it. I hated that one. <laughs> you love it. Shut your mouth. All right, I did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This guy's aggressive. We oh, need you know, to. Uh, he's gonna say something. That I'm gonna I'll
2: tell regret. the sorcerer. You're gonna lose your apprenticeship.
3: Yeah, you yeah. Fuck <laughs> them. <laughs> you are so goddamn uptight. Yeah. Oh, next thing you know, they're just gonna cast a Puerto Rican lady as me. Oh boy. Okay. Oh no, <laughs> Mickey.
0: Oh, so, in closing, thank you, Brett Iwin Thank, <laughs> <laughs> thank-, thank you, Bill Farmer. <laughs> thank you, Jason Marsden, and Bruce. Valanche. <laughs> not Valanche, but thank you, Bruce Valanche. I yeah. love Bruce Valanche. Who doesn't love Bruce Valanche? Yep. Um, but yeah, great panel. Uh, very offensive post podcast. Yeah, uh, brought to you by Ray.
1: No, no, no. I do, what? I do, <laughs> no, want no, to no. Apologize. Hold on, who was doing that? Voice? I know, it, not me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're not watching this, I don't know who that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're watching this, you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy came in. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy, guy just burst in here with like a, a voice. He just had a note that said, yeah. "Let me talk for a second. It's
0: weird because he really scared you into silence. It, he you startled shut up, me, which is weird because you're yeah. usually
1: like the interrupting guy, wow. and all of a sudden the mouth was shut. How dare you!
0: <laughs> well, that's what
1: I'm saying. It's very surprising. Do you know? Do you know what uh, the name of the interrupting guy is? The Moo. I hate all of it. I hate everything. And listen, I I do apologize for that I love insanity, that. but it's too fucking funny. It is uh, no, it's this idea of a Mickey Mouse who is that yeah. angry. It's also like aging man who's scared.
0: It's funny, and we'll we'll, we'll break in a second. But like it is really fun to find a detestable character yeah. and find the juxtaposed personality to put that in. That's why I started and it's this like, podcast with wh- the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like to Are figure out... Are like, You the juxtaposer One of you is a juxtaposer. <laughs> where you could find that personality and you're like, this one's pretty good, this one's pretty good, but Mickey and that voice is fucking... Hilarious. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I'm, 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 I'm Just also... railing
1: against cancel culture and yeah. snowflakes. Yeah. yeah and all I'm that very stuff. tempted
0: to play with it too. But yeah. hey, Ray did it. No idea. Ray did it all by the himself. guy came in. Yeah. If, if, uh,
2: if y'all want to comment on whoever did that voice, I think his name was <laughs> Ricky Rouse. <laughs> Could have been anyone. Uh, send us an email, funbearablepod at gmail.com or find us on social media at funbearablepod. Always happy to hear from y'all.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Brad. Thank you. You guys, Uh, now
3: you do the apology. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> right. I, 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 wait, We're we covered. We apologize every
3: episode. Yeah. Yes, we really. Yeah, you guys always have to say you're sorry. All, just right, in case all right, you Calm said down. Something. Oh, what mysterious if I said the wrong person? Stranger. <laughs> oh, what if there's a bisexual handicapped lady who's really pissed <laughs> yeah, off? I, th- about
2: I this. think there are a lot of oh, terms no. that you can't be using. I
3: don't using. like this guy. For
2: uh, Ray Harrington. Oh, well,
3: colorblind. I hate that you have colors in your labels and stuff. Yeah. <clears> and and I, Chuck Staton. An and and the mysterious yeah, stranger. I'm Brad
2: thing Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining us today and we're sorry for being fun bearable. Especially Ray.
3: Gina Carano was the best part of the Mandalorian and everybody
2: knows it. No, it's not true.
0: (laughs) I like Pedro.